Well, hello, Andre here. Welcome to yet another episode of the Daily. I trust that you are well. The sun is shining. I trust wherever you're at on the island, it's a brand new day, full of promise, full of God's mercies that are new every morning. It's time to take on a brand new day. And I pray for you this day that God's presence will be felt in you, around you, ahead of you as you go about your day today that you would feel the abiding presence of our Lord all through the day. Deep and personal flourishing relationship with the one who created you. I pray that you will experience him and know him in a deep way today. Let's begin the podcast. Last weekend, I, along with the rest of our staff, were invited to be part of a prophecy session where there were alumni and students, both current and both former students of the school of ministry that I was a part of. Uh, we were invited to log on to this Zoom room and they broke us up into smaller breakout rooms, paired us with one of the students and uh, we got prophesied over. And it was great, it was so encouraging. Both X and I were saying that it has been a long time since we were prophesied over like that. I think being in ministry and serving in leadership roles, uh, often we are the ones ministering during a ministry time. But uh, in that setting, you know, we just came just as we were. We had no, uh, there was no requirements for us to perform or serve or minister anyway. We were just there to receive. And it felt really great. Uh, we were given prophetic words, some of which are new. Uh, we've never heard words uh, over us like that. And uh, some are just great reminders and uh, great opportunities for us to just recount and remember God's words and His promises over our lives. All in all, it was a really, really encouraging time. I left the session really encouraged, um, stirred with a brand new sense of faith, hope and vision for the weeks, the months that are ahead. And I've been just so taken by the power of words, specifically prophetic words, and its ability, its unique ability to stir in us a deep sense of hope, to inspire faith, to give us strength and resolve to take on uh, what is ahead of us. Now, Scripture tells us this in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, that we are to pursue love and desire earnestly for spiritual gifts. But above all else, we are to desire for the gift of prophecy. And the suggestion here in, in Paul's writings is that prophecy, the gift of prophecy, isn't just something that is uh, to be moved in or to be operated by a select few. But we as believers, all believers, those who pursue love, are to desire earnestly for spiritual gifts and especially that of prophecy. The idea of prophecy might bring up different kinds of memories or experiences for uh, different individuals. For some of you, it is filled with uh, positive feelings. You might have received several words uh, that are super accurate, super encouraging, spoke into your present season, and uh, you love prophecy, you love receiving words. But for some of you, prophecy, this idea of a prophetic ministry, might carry with it a bunch of negative meaning and experiences, right? For some of you, you might have grown up in an environment where the prophetic was just really, really, really weird. You couldn't really connect to it. Or perhaps your kind of prophetic experiences was mainly with like 
doom and gloom guys who prophesied like this is when the war is going to end this is what's going to happen that kind of stuff or perhaps you are just generally really skeptical about prophecy right you've seen frauds you've seen people who uh say that they are being prophetic but really trying to advance their own personal agenda under the veneer of this spiritual gift but whatever have you however negative your experience uh, has been the gift of prophecy is something that we ought to desire earnestly and seek after and in many ways you know i look at the kind of opposition and counterfeit uh to this gift as a indicator as an indicator that this is something that we really 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 need to pursue because if something isn't of value and of worth then what's the point of counterfeiting it right you won't counterfeit like a bag from cotton on right you would counterfeit a bag from like LV or Gucci because that is way more valuable right and so we see a bunch of controversies and confusion surrounding a particular aspect of the kingdom of god all the more it is an invitation for us to bear in deeper to pursue truth to grow in revelational understanding because that is something of value And as mentioned earlier some of you might have had all sorts of interesting experiences with the prophetic and you wonder you know, what is it actually uh, supposed to look like what is it actually supposed to be and I love that Paul actually goes on to elaborate further in 1 Corinthians 14 verse 3 he says this but everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening encouragement and comfort for their strengthening encouragement and comfort prophecy is speaking in order to strengthen encourage and comfort others however it's not simply speaking human encouragement it is speaking divine encouragement in simple terms prophecy is hearing from god and speaking what you hear in order to build to comfort or to encourage someone it is to hear from god to speak to men. And I've been thinking to myself, well, especially in a time like this where many are experiencing new levels of discouragement where they feel torn down and some depressed, what a moment in time for us as a people to move in the gift of prophecy, to prophesy, to build, to comfort, to encourage, to inspire hope, to stir up faith in people. I remember some time back uh praying with a friend of mine. Now this friend of mine is incredibly gifted and talented. He holds multiple degrees and is super super smart. He's one of my smartest friends. And he had this dream, this desire to um to put together a movie and it was a movie that was based on science and wonders and healing. Uh that was also coupled with medical evidences uh with uh doctor's reports it was a it is a brilliant idea and at some point in the production he began to run run out of money he uh came to uh an end of uh, all the connections that he personally had and it seemed like the movie was going nowhere he had invested a whole bunch of money into it and it didn't seem like it was going to take off and he came to me and is like Andre I would love for you to pray with me on, on this and so I prayed with him and I had a picture in my head 
as I began to pray for him, I saw uh, him, you know, holding a bow, an arrow, and he was trying to shoot it, but he couldn't get really far with pulling back the bow. And I saw in that picture, I saw three or four hands uh, come next to him, and together these hands pulled the bow back uh, with him, and the arrow flew a great distance. And I felt the Lord was saying to him that God is going to bring uh, to him people that would uh, cast his message, cast his dream uh, further and take it forward further than he could uh, do in his own strength. And, you know, he received the word, he was encouraged, and he was really thankful. But what happened the next day was super interesting. A few weeks ago, he had posted on his Facebook this project that he was working on and how he needed more funds. And he posted it two weeks ago, and um, no, the post had little to no traction. And what happened the next day after we had spent some time praying together was that his post uh, caught the attention of some really high-profile Christian leaders and they started to share and reshare his post and within a matter of days, his you know, fun request went entirely viral. It got picked up by a news network. Uh, he was doing interviews on TV, on radio. He was getting connected with all sorts of Christian leaders and within a matter of weeks, his project was entirely funded and he had amassed all these connections that uh, proved to be really critical to his project. Now, I say all this not to make you think, wow, Andre's prayer, Andre's prophetic word is so, so powerful. Not even in the slightest. I share this story to one, illustrate how the prophetic, how prophetic words carries with it so great a potential to bring encouragement. Here is a friend that was immensely discouraged. He was sad. He didn't know what the future was, well, had for him and he was on the verge of giving up. And a time of prayer together as we sought God together for a word for his season brought encouragement. He left the meeting. He left our time together joyful, full of hope, full of faith. But the other thing I'd like to draw your attention to is this, and that is how the prophetic is instrumental, is catalytic in bringing about the plans and purposes of God. And it's almost as though our words, our lips, our mouth, in submission to God, in partnership with His Spirit, is instrumental in seeing God's kingdom come to earth, destinies and plans coming to fruition. And it should be of no surprise to us, right? You know, after all, the Bible says that life and death is in the power of the tongue. We read in the Genesis account that God created the world, the universe, all that we see, all life with his words, with the spoken word. Put it to you that there is much breakthrough and destinies to be released through words of encouragement that aren't human but divine, that we are to speak to one another to prophesy, to encourage, to build, to comfort. What would our community look like if we all earnestly desired the prophetic to move in the gift of prophecy? I wonder how much more breakthrough and destinies fulfilled we would see as a result. So I encourage you in this week to practice the gift of prophecy, to share words dreams and impressions with fellow members in the community to drop a text to find out 
how a person is doing and to pray with them, to pray for them. And to not just uh, pray the generic prayers, as good as these prayers are, but it is to spend some time seeking God together for a word in season, for a word to define, to even make sense of uh, the times that we are living in. I'll close off with a final story from the Bible. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, this is the story of one of David's most depressing times, right? And in this story, David and his men came to a place called Ziklag. And Ziklag would loosely translate to mean a place of great pressure. And that is what David uh, essentially went through. He came to Ziklag and they laid camp there. And while they were away, while David and his men were away, uh, the Amalekites came and took captive David's wives, his men's wives, their children, and burned uh, their camp, the village, to the ground. Now David and those who were there with him, uh, his men wept and they were uh, sorrowful. The Bible even says they had no more power to weep. That was how sorrowful they were. And it says this in the text that David himself was greatly distressed because um, not only did he experience personal loss, but his men in their sorrow uh, lost confidence in him. And there were talks about stoning David of casting uh, judgment on him for his failed leadership. And David's soul was grieved. But the, the story shifts uh, from verse 7 where it tells us that David went to the priest and he asked for the ephod which was the priestly garment, the high priestly garment and he wore the ephod and it says this in the story that David went to God and asked for what he inquired of the Lord and God gave him a word and said to him, pursue the Amalekites and you will surely overtake them all. And the story shifts from that point onwards. David would go out and defeat the Amalekites and recover all that was taken from him. Now in that story, we see how a word from God can bring encouragement in a time of despair and breakthrough and vindication in a time of loss. And perhaps this morning you are kind of like David in the story. Your soul is grief. You feel a deep sense of loss. You are distressed. You don't know what to do. Seek God and ask him for a word. And trust me, when he speaks, everything changes. Where there was a lack of hope, hope is reborn and renewed. Where there was doubt, faith comes in. But for some of you, maybe life is going well, you are good. Well, then you get to be that messenger of hope. You get to bring encouragement and hope to those who are in despair. And trust that as you are obedient in declaring God's word and God's promises over these individuals, that something profound and significant is happening in the spiritual. We are to not despise the prophetic, but we are to earnestly desire it and pursue it. So this morning, even as we wrap up the podcast, I'd like us to take a few moments to do what David did to enter into God's presence. David put on the high priestly garment, which was symbolic of a man who was prepared or preparing himself to enter into God's presence to meet God. And let's do that this morning. Let's prepare our bodies, our hearts, our minds to meet with our God. I invite you to get into a comfortable 
posture, whatever that, that may look like. And let us do as David did, entering into God's presence and seeking for a word for the season that we're in. We can all admit that this season, it is uh, unique to say the least, full of challenges, full of uncertainty. And what a time for us to be reminded of how desperately we need a word from God to make sense of the times to stir in us hope and faith for the challenges that are ahead. And so this morning, I invite you to spend some time doing so. I invite you first of all to close your eyes and to rid all noise and all distraction that may be around you in this time to the best of your ability. And as you do so, I want you to keep uh, before you whatever situation or need or decision that you are grappling with to keep it before you in your mind. And once you have that, I want you to invite the Holy Spirit to come upon you. And it could be with a simple prayer such as come Holy Spirit. And as you invite the Spirit your own way, tune your heart, your mind, your ears to listen intently for God's voice, for God's leading. And God may speak to you in this time through a picture, through a kind of impression, through a felt sense of peace. It may be through a memory or through a verse in the Bible or a particular conversation you had with someone. God might bring these things up to speak to you. And whatever images or impressions or verses you might have come out this time, I want you uh, to immediately, as they come up, to take out a notebook if you have one, to jot them down, if you have your phone beside you, to put them in your notes. And after this time of seeking, to take all that you have felt and heard and to pray into it further. And trust that God will continue to bring clarity and direction even as you wait on him and seek him. Let's spend a few moments this morning doing so. Awesome. I hope that you have received something or felt a sense of peace in this time of prayer. Let me pray for you today even as you begin your day. Father, we thank you that you are always speaking. Lord, you speak to us uh, even in moments where we are unaware. And God, this day we choose to tune our hearts, our minds, our ears, our attention to your voice. And God, we ask that indeed we would be attentive to all that you are speaking. God, we so desperately need a word from you for this season. Speak to us. We are listening. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of The Daily. I hope that you would have a blessed day ahead. I'll see you in the next episode. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to The Daily Podcast. We will have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. 
We'll see you at the next episode. Peace.